I didn't even know if that did anything. Nah, it doesn't. But <laughs> Just pressing buttons, eh? But um, welcome back here on uh, Good Times Club. This is like episode five now. And then you set up. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. We just moved it around today. As you can see on camera, um, yeah, no, nah, it's pretty good, eh? Congrats, bro, you've caught up to have a look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, oh, well, have a look. Hey, it's all good, bro. We, uh, we're all here for, for a good cause, mate. But nah, we on. So, yeah, just wanted to jump on and no guests on the potty this week. Um, we, 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 well, you, you're yes, but, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. hey. Oh, sweet. Hey, nah, we'll go. See you later. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we were going to get a few people on, but they're a bit busy. So here we are. We're just going to do our own one. I'm probably squinting hard out right now because the sun's in my eyes. But but the new potty setup is good. Yeah, I just can't really see much right now. But, no, nah, we're going to jump on and talk about work-life balance and routines. Uh, Is that what we're talking about? That's what we're talking about. <laughs> I did actually say really before, calm. but you didn't listen to me. So. I did, I did. You, you, <laughs> you just, you were just rattling off some podcast ideas you got given on. Yeah, that's what I said we were doing. Okay. You know, as you can probably tell, um, you know, we're quite raw. We're quite genuine here. You no, know, none of this hundred weeks to plan something. You, j- you just come up with it and uh, you talk about it from plan. the heart. <laughs> yeah. What's a plan? This planning. Now, talk, talking about plans though. Work, life, balance, and routine. So, obviously, it's a new month right now. Uh, I've, I've actually been saying to everyone for the past month, oh, I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to drink. I'm giving up alcohol. But, yeah, no, nah, I didn't really give it up. Um, had a few few wee benders in between. <laughs> Kept them a Every bit quiet. Week Every week since. <laughs> bro, actually. I was telling everyone, no, 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 I don't drink alcohol. They're like, oh, good on you, bro. And then. You know, Friday rolls around, Saturday rolls around, someone cracks a beer open or... When we did a uh, can of hole, and you're oh, like, yeah, no, I'm not bro. drinking, and then we got to hole two, and you're like, oh, no, fuck it, I'll just bro, drink. I know, <laughs> can of hole. Literally drove my car to town so that I was like, nah, I'm not going to drink anymore. And then um, I drove my car all the way home to Tauranga and got an Uber back just so I could drink. Bro. You know, dedication. But anyway, 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 to the side, throw that to the side. But yeah, so... I guess this idea kind of stemmed from uh, from this whole work-life balance thing because, yeah, I guess the drinking and the, the partying and stuff, you know, it's all good to celebrate and have fun. But I think now, like, I've got a lot of shit going on in my life where I need to focus and, like, mentally I was kind of drifting off a bit. So I guess eliminating alcohol for this month is is one of those things to knuckle down and dive deep. And, you know, generate some new ideas for things that I want to do. Bro, what are you laughing at? <laughs> I can promise you, bro, it's going to get to Saturday. Someone's going to offer me a drink. And I'm going to be like, nah, bro, this is, this is my month. My, bo- be like, <laughs> my body is a temple. <laughs> I'm twisted as a... 
<laughs> but nah, so yeah, gonna go hard for the month. Um, I just want to like look better, get in better shape as well, get more fit, get more sleeping because um, yeah, obviously we talk about mental health on here, and that's probably one of the biggest things for me as well. Is like I can feel when I'm slipping and when I'm gonna tip, and that's what's been happening. Because you know, going out on the weekends is fun and it's like a quick little fix. But roll around Monday, I feel like shit. Hey, like I'm the lowest I feel. I've got no energy. I'm not sleeping properly. It slows your week down, bro. It like, hey, yeah. like it actually does. Like it, it slows you, it down. If you get heaps. if you get pissed on like a Saturday, yeah, and you're you know you feel average on Sunday. Monday you're still lethargic, so you don't get through what you need to get done. Then you try and get it done on Tuesday, uh-huh. you don't get Tuesday shit done. So Wednesday's a hassle, and then you just overload yourself. A hundred percent reckon when you're on the piss, it definitely oh. has a back effect the following week. Definitely does, eh? And then I think, obviously, off the back of that, because we are good times club, I think the, the overarching question here, given that it is work-life balance, is um, how, how do we keep those good times in check? Like, so how, how do we still have a good time and still get this shit done that we need to? That's probably the, the big question here. So I guess, do you want to go Every, first? Everything in moderation, bro, yeah. I reckon. Like definitely, literally anything. Like too much work's not good for you. Mm. The same as too much getting on the piss isn't good for you. Like yeah. you got to enjoy the good things in life, but you also got to keep it in check if you want to achieve yeah. the goals you want to achieve. I feel like even um, even the fun things as well. You know, like it doesn't just have to be alcohol. Mm. But yeah, definitely like everything in moderation. So this month, like what I've been trying to do is, I'm trying to exercise for like forty five minutes every day. And, you know, for some, they might think, you know, 45 minutes isn't that long, but you add 45 minutes up over how many how many days this month? 30? 31? Something like that. What's that? So go say 45 times 30. It's like 22 and a half hours of exercise over 30 days, which is a lot. So that consistency adds up. And I guess, yeah, for me, like, I know exercise is a huge benefit and it helps clear my mind. You know, you release... Uh, you release like all these endorphins into your body, um, you know, spit out the bad stuff as well. And it just clears my mind. And it's like also a bit of a break from everything else going on. So I think that's one of them. Watching my diet as well is probably another big one. Uh, obviously, yeah, there's no alcohol now, like being able to sleep better. So I try to go to bed now a lot earlier. And I've been journaling as well every day, which has been cool. And I think that that also ties back into that idea. So I have a thing on in my journal, like I was listening to Jay Shetty talk about it. So I have um, three different like areas, and one of them is like something I'm certain about, something I'm uncertain about, and then another thing I've learned from that. So it's only three things. It takes like five minutes to jot down, but obviously when you like run your own business or have your own thing that you're doing. Generally, like my ideas always stem back to what am I doing to make myself better, to get more work, uh, to generate new ideas, new opportunities, and they all stem back to that. So I think last night was, what was something I was certain about was that I have a better understanding of when I am slipping or when I'm falling behind. So I need to monitor that better and control my emotions in a better way. And then like I knew what was happening. So I guess the result of that was like, wow, well, it's a new month, like fresh start. You didn't do it last month, let's do it this month, which is mean. And it's actually been working. Like I've only spent two days journaling, but 
at night, bro, when I jump into bed, I can't wait to do it because it's, mm. it actually clears my mind. And then, you know, something I'm uncertain about was, like, we're pretty honest on this podcast. Like, something I was uncertain about was, um, like, I don't know financially where I'm going to sit. Like, obviously, I have, uh, um, I have stuff put away because I've been in a position before where I had nothing. So um, I was a lot more careful this time around. Obviously, have a, a bit put away. But then I put, I'm uncertain. Oh, I think, what did I put? I was like, I sense that I'm uncertain about different financial opportunities. But then obviously relating back to what was certain was that I could feel myself slipping. So if I'm in a low energy point and then trying to balance out my work and my life, if my energy is already low, I can't put the effort into my work that I need to. And that doesn't necessarily mean like here in this position at work, like work in general is like the effort you're putting into anything, like the actual physical work that you're doing. So for me, that was like something I was uncertain about. And then something I was, I've learned from that or what I was learning was um, that I need to monitor myself better and I need to learn to trust myself more in the darker situations and in the lighter situations to find the balance between where I can sit and operate at a level where I'm not comfortable but where I'm still challenged but I'm also learning, I'm not overloading my mind. So yeah, that was probably like probably what I've been doing at the moment and balancing out this whole work and life thing because it's probably the same for you, eh, bro. Like when you work for yourself, everyone thinks it's peaches and cream on top, but it's actually chaos, bro. Behind mm. behind closed doors, like there's so much that that goes on, and people don't even realize it, like financially, mentally, physically. Yeah, well, I think the reason that not everybody does is because it's fucking hard, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like that's literally why. And a lot of people that try and do it and stop doing it will tell you that it's fucking hard to do, but Going back to like what you said around like life work balance and how you how you try and balance those things, I found that like planning and um, like systematic more systems in place mm. helps you take the load off you mentally. Like it takes the thinking away yeah. for a lot of things. So like for example, you may go into work on a certain day on a Monday. Um, let's relate it back to the first thing you said. Let's say you were on the piss on, on Saturday night and you went into work on Monday morning. You're working for yourself. You come into the office. You're like, shit, okay, I've got a podcast to edit. Um, I've also got a final podcast guest for this week. Yeah. I've got a um, vlog that I have to get some footage for. I've got uh, the, I've got to get the order in um, by this time and I've got to send my emails and you start overloading yourself and like, shit, shit, shit. What? Whereas the, the week before – you like I use my my Apple Calendar. You put you calendared out your blocks. Like mm. for the morning, I'm gonna reply to all a- emails that I need to for an hour between nine and ten o'clock. I'm gonna edit and I'm gonna upload my podcast. And by putting those systems in place, it takes your thinking away and it takes the stress away. And it helps you to just, especially when you're not in the, because you're not always gonna be in the mood to, and in the right headspace to come in and be like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna yeah, kill ready it today. to go away. That stuff helps you with that stuff, I reckon. Yeah, 100%. I think you're right there as well because that's what happens a lot. And I'd say even for people listening that don't run their own business, you know, like even if you do work for someone or even if you're studying as well, like that whole work-life balance, I think blocking out stuff is a very good way to manage your time. For example, I try to dedicate a certain amount of time each day or – 
or a certain aspect of my life into learning something new. And that could be for you, I guess, if you're studying or you want to learn something new, like block out that time so then you can give yourself no distractions to do it. And I think people over-exaggerate a bit and they're like, oh, I need to go hard for like three hours, four hours or a certain amount of time. Even start small, like 15 minutes and then 30 minutes. And we were chatting about it yesterday. Like your attention span runs in blocks as well. You know, it's like 25, 55, 90 minutes is where you gain certain attention. But for me, like if I try to learn something new each day, I'll make sure that I can do it in a way where it's easy. So podcasting is a great example. I listen to a lot of podcasts as probably you do yeah, as well. I was going to say that. Like something that I reckon a lot of people will push themselves when they go to say like you do a um, challenge or whatever and it says like read a book for – yeah. For or read read ten read ten pages a day, say for example, but you're not a reader, and it's not something that, like you know, it bores you very easily or mm. something like that. Um, stop forcing yourself to do the stuff that's not going to help you, and start yeah. working on shit that suits you. For example, you might love listening to podcasts, and you can get the same as good information out of podcasts and learn a lot from podcasts. You just might not be a person that likes to read, so. Understanding that and knowing that you don't have to push yourself to like, oh, okay, I hate reading, but I'm going to sit here and, I'm, and I'll lose focus because I don't like reading. I'm not a reader, so I'll just jam my headphones in and I'll listen to a podcast instead. Yeah, or audiobooks. Eh? Audiobooks, 100%. Just I know understanding yourself. Eh? Yeah, I know a lot of people like, talk, talking of the challenge as well, I know a lot of people will say you can't listen to an audiobook, but I guess if you're if that's how you retain your information or if it – makes it easier for you, then do that. And especially if you do have a busy life and a busy work as well, it, it can be hard to try to fit things in. So make it suit your environment is probably mm. another thing I'd say into balancing out this whole this whole work and life situation. For example, like, you know, I drive over here, the drive's 45, 55 minutes depending on the traffic. I know that I can fit in three quarters of a podcast or a whole podcast of it shorter. So that's my information done. Like if you're driving, you could listen to an audio book mm. and it almost becomes autonomous in a way because you're not really having to put in a huge amount of effort, but the reward you're getting out of it is actually super beneficial. And then, you know, you're learning information that you might not want to, like if you have to sit down and do it and you're not keen on it, do it and have it stack that task in a way where you're already in a situation that's easy to. Like there's not much you can really do in a car. I mean, you know, a lot of people go on their phones when they're driving. You're not meant to, but like, there's a lot of people that do it. But you know, put on the audio book, put on the podcast if that's your thing. Even if you don't want to, like giving yourself an hour to just listen to nothing and relax is still good. Like it's still a form like chat to yourself, understand your mind, get better with understanding the situations that are going on. I barely listen to music anymore, eh? like, to be honest. Like, like, don't get me wrong, I love music, but, like, every time I'm in the car and I'm driving, or I'm always listening to a podcast, bro, always. Like, not always learning off it. Like, I'm not – I just find it, like, entertaining, eh? Like, Joe Rogan at the moment, I'm just, like, on, on everything Joe Rogan for me at the moment. Like, just listening to how – for me, because obviously we're doing podcasts, so like in a way it's sort of learning, but how he conversates and like how he talks and stuff and just like 
I think I've noticed that when I'm talking in podcasts and that, I subtly do things that I'm learning off him without thinking about it because I've been listening to him so much. So it's almost dangerous in a way. You don't want to get you don't listen to something too much where it, like you become, you know, where you become them and you're doing what they're doing. But yeah, I, I don't know. That's that's a simple way to put. Like every time I'm driving, I'm listening to something and it's actually helping me in terms of my podcast skills because I'm listening to what he's doing. That's funny you mentioned that because the podcast I listened to this morning was from a it's like a neuroscientist and um you know he studies the brain in different ways and whatnot and they spoke about that so you will listen to someone or you attach your like different emotions to them so your brain's creating these chemical reactions and then what happens is because you've created like a positive reaction to it you might have picked up and you're like oh okay I I can relate myself to them because I have something similar. And then automatically your brain starts to think, like say we're podcasting, you do the whole Joe Rogan thing, like writing it down on paper. And that's like your brain because it's already thought about that process from you watching him. Yeah, yeah. It's so buzzy. But that's what I mean. Like our brain just subconsciously will pick up on these things. You might not even know it. Like I've learned so much from podcasting. And you probably noticed just before when Carlos was talking, like I didn't speak over the top of him and we're not wearing headphones so it's way easier to do that too mm. but you know I listen to Jay Shetty when he podcasts and he'll take like a breath he won't say like or um when he's uncertain or something he'll just take a breath or take a break that's so much harder than it right. than it uh, looks like see look at that like it's so easy to do yeah it is really hard but he'll just recollect his thoughts and he'll pause for a bit but then also it keeps people more engaged, and that's pretty cool doing that. But I think, yeah, jumping back into that whole work-life balance thing, I'd say what if we what if we touched on like routines, um, learning about what's working, what's not working for you. Journaling as well is a huge thing. Um, find yeah, finding like where you can get new information from is super important. And I'd say also another big one is if you're in situations where like you're exhausting yourself. And I know this happens for a lot of people at work. Like if there's too much pressure put on you, like it is good to be under pressure, but if it's affecting something that's more important, like if there's a task that you believe you need to get done first and you need to prioritize that, like be clear with whoever is delegating that to you or if that's your, your own self as well. You know, like we have a, a task sheet here. I don't know what the actual name for it is, but we prioritize our things that we need daily to get planner. done. Yeah, the daily planner, pretty much. You know, we prioritize them between A, B, or C. Obviously, A is our priority. B is still important. C can be done today if we need to, but it can wait until another day. And that's a good thing as well. Like, if you have stuff you need to get done, if there's something else thrown at you and it's actually not that important, try come up with a solution and actually talk about it with someone and, and be like, hey, look, I don't think this task is super important right now. I'll be spending too much time on it and it will stop me from getting task whatever on the side. Um, it, it, it will stop me from getting it done when it needs to be. And that's another thing as well. Because then you kind of put too much pressure on yourself, which is good, but in turn you don't get the stuff done and you actually end up halting it because obviously we know what happens, like you get stressed out. Your brain can't uh, can't comprehend with the overload of information, and then yeah, you actually end up wasting way more time in the long run. Like it's better to just be clear and say, "Hey, look, 
I think we can do this at another time. Even with people, like, you probably know this as well, like, your time is important too, trying to balance out everything and, yeah, I guess probably chat about that, eh? Obviously, you're quite busy now and a lot of people want to catch up with you or go do stuff, so. I reckon yeah. you, like, so when you, you get to a certain point where I think you, I put it, the way I would say it is you place more um, value on your time. Yeah. Like, because you're always so busy and you've only got a certain amount of hours in a day to finish mm. everything. One thing that frustrates me, um, this isn't really to do with work-life balance, but one thing that frustrates me is uh, people being late to things that, you know, like that you guys have planned or anything like and I could, I mean, it could be like you go into breakfast and they turn up 30 minutes late or that sort of thing. Um, and then consistently that pisses me off even more. <laughs> yeah. Only because it feels like, it's like, I've heard this on a podcast before, but it's so true. It feels like you're not respecting my time, you know what I mean? Like, mm. it's like my your my time doesn't mean anything to you. Like, you can turn up when you want and my 30 minutes that I just spent waiting for you doesn't really actually mean anything to you. So, like, that frustrates me. That always makes me never want to be late to, to anything because I respect other people's time. Like, I respect that someone's made an effort to come to a place with me at a certain time. I will make it there on that time because I place emphasis and respect on their time as well. Yeah, that's true. And, like, I'm going to be honest, I'm horrible sometimes with time. Like, I need to monitor it more. I notice when I wear my watch my time management is way better because I attach it to, I, I know my time management can get away on me sometimes. So if I wear my watch, I know I'm always double checking. Mm. I'm like, all right, I've got half now. I've got like 20 minutes, boom. Even setting times for when you need to leave to stuff because like, if you have a smart watch, it's good because you check it and it'll tell you, it's like you need to leave now to get there in this time. Your phone can do the same, but I feel like sometimes your phone, you can get distracted as well. Here's the thing. You know when there's something that, when you need to get there, you'll yeah. make it there on time. And that's because it's important to you. And you know that you have to get there. So you'll make systems and you'll make sure that you set your alarm 10 minutes early so you can get up and leave at this time. You'll always make sure so you get there on time. When it's something that doesn't matter as much to you, then you'll just be a little bit more loose about it. So it's not like you can't get there. And you don't have the ability to get there on time. It's just that some things matter more to you and some things don't, which is fine. But like when you're on the other end of it, you're like, you know, yeah. someone that has doesn't have a lot of time, for example, and you know they've made an effort to do all this stuff and get there on time. They made the effort to get there on time for you. Like you got to make the effort to get there on time for them. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I get that. That's so true. Mm. If it's a doctor's appointment, you'll get there on time, bro. Yeah, you like, you know, th yeah. there's an odd time where you'll be late, like due to unforeseen you know, traffic, really bad. There might be an accident. You might miss your appointment. Like that might be a yeah. But like other than that, bro, you'd get there on yeah, time. Yeah, you need to get there on time. I think as well, like there was something I learned really well being up in Auckland, like working in film and television, mm. is that in that industry because time is so 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 precious. Mm. Like there's a, there's an old saying, and for them it's like if you turn up on time, you're late. Yep. Because you know you turn up on the dot, it's like everyone's like, oh, but like I get paid from that time, blah blah blah. 
but it's just a sign like you should show up earlier and like you need to be prepared because there's always things that can change. Mm. Like scenes might get flipped around. You might have a different run of scenes for the day and then, you know, the actors or whatever or your crew where you'll need it to set up is might need, need more time and vice versa. So, it's, yeah, I think that's another one as well is like being conscientious of your time and making sure that like your your balance in between that is equal to those who are giving you that same energy, especially if there's opportunities that people are trying to give to you, and, like you're mucking them around. That's also a big waste of someone's time. Agreed. But yeah, I think that's kind of most of what we wanted to touch on. Like, I don't have too much more to chat around that whole work-life balance. I feel like it does come down to the individual a lot and how you can navigate through like what works, what doesn't work for you. But there is that general structure, what we chatted about and different things that work and different things that don't work. But you know, like your basics of sleep is like a big one because you don't get enough of it. Like your energy is going to be low, like monitoring your feelings and stuff, even writing them down to help recollect your thoughts. But Yeah, I think uh, if if you can do something that you love doing every day, it doesn't feel like work and that's a really good thing because you can go to work and you're enjoying yourself and it doesn't actually feel like you have to go to work. So this work, a bad side to that is this work-life balance thing can get thrown off and yeah. your life takes a hit because of your work feels so good. Um, and I'm guilty of this, bro. And mm. it's, you know, being a big catalyst in um, a failed relationship for me is my time spent on the business because I loved it so much, because I was so involved in wanting to grow it, you stop giving time and energy to the other important things in your life. Even though you don't notice that you're doing it, you do it without thinking. And so my, my biggest advice would be if you're doing something that you love doing and you're doing that every day for, your, for a living, that's fucking awesome, first of all. But second of all, make sure you still place emphasis and importance on spending time with in other areas of your life that are important to you and making sure that they they get that time because it is work and it is fun but it's not everything you've got your family you've got like me you've got kid you've got your, your kid your child your children um they need that time reciprocated as well so making sure you get that balance all right yeah i think actually touching on that before we wrap up that's um it's like perfect you've hit the nail on the head there because when I used to live with my uncle up in Auckland you know he was the same my auntie had like a chat to him about it he's the CEO of quite a large company up in Auckland like they're a big global company and he said to me he's like you know I sat down with her had a chat and he was really guilty of going home and letting work affect him at home chatting about work and stressing out and I think that's one thing too is like if you can try keep work for the time where work is needed and personal time is your personal time when you spend time with yourself, your family, your friends, doing stuff you enjoy, like to fill that cup back up. And that's what he spoke about as well. He's like, you know, I get home and I'm me when I get home. I don't want to bring work home with me anymore. Sure. Because it does affect you quite a bit and, you know, I'm guilty of it sometimes. I'll I'll let work affect me at home a lot when it doesn't actually matter in the end. It's not as important as it should be. Like if if you're at home, you should be spending time on yourself or with your family or, you know, try to find something that you can relax to or doing something that you love. 
and that was real cool with him is because I seen how positive his emotions were after that change and I'd say like they're probably going to listen to this but my mum is the same like she'll come home bro, and they, they chat about work for ages bro and I get like they have really stressful jobs and they have so much going on and that's kind of the world they're in but for me like it's kind of yuck to be around sometimes because it's all you really hear yeah. and it's like just try park it like leave work at work <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's one of the main reasons why I first ever went into an office and try to find an office space mm. because uh, before that I was working from home and so the lines get blurred very very easily like yeah. you're working off the couch and you're working you know you're working in your in the area that in the space that you live in so yeah. you'll be sitting there watching a movie without even thinking you'll grab your laptop and you'll just start working because that's habit you know that this we that's what you do in this space so mm. that was a massive reason I think massive catalyst as well for me so another piece of advice when you can and when you can afford to find a space for work and and take work leave work at work like you said I leave my laptop here now like I don't take it home so I know when I go home it's like about my son and about my family like yeah. that's all and you know obviously I've, you've got to make calls and you, there's times you've got to still be on the on call but that's that's being a business owner. Like you have to have yeah. that. But as much as you can, leave park what you can at, at work and then go home and that's your mm. home life. Yeah. Even if you are at home, like just try to dedicate a space for work and a time where that's where work is done. Yeah. And like try not to enter into that space out of it. Like I, I get it out of my bedroom. I'm working from home quite a bit as well. But I used to be real bad and leave my computer on and the same like check emails or worry about it, do work late at night, like work until early hours of the morning. And it's good to put the effort in, but it actually builds up and up and up on you. Mm. And then before you know it, you end up burning out. So you get way more done when you dedicate the time to it and when you right. can separate and it's actually awesome, have yeah. that personal time because yeah. it's that balance. Like that's what we're, ch we're chatting about. You think you, you think that you're working 15 hours, a, 15 hours in a day compared to like three hours in a day but organised, you yeah. think you're working so much more, but you're actually not. You're just not at all. You're just dragging out what could be done in three hours. So yeah. that comes back down to the planning thing. Like make mm. sure you're planning and organised so you can get the stuff you need to get done and then you can move away yeah. from that work smarter, not harder. Yeah, like it is good to grind, but, you know, one day of grinding for all day long and burning yourself out and not getting anything done in the rest of the week isn't as good as doing a little bit 100% focus each day because the consistency is actually what's more important. Yeah. And let's be honest, I feel like you have to go through that to understand what yeah, it's like. Yeah. I feel like everyone that learns that went through the grind thing and realised after a while. Like, I remember I used to listen to podcasts that like, work smarter, not harder, and I was like, bullshit, bro. Like, I'm out here working till like midnight, like, and I'm getting the work done. And then mm. now I'm like, bro, I'll probably get the same amount of work done in like four hours as I would have done in like 12 mm. hours. Like, but I was just naive, silly, like, thought I was like, yeah, whatever, I'm working hard, I'm working for long hours and shit like that. But yeah. Everyone like, learns eventually. You find the balance, though. Yeah. I think we've pretty much covered most of it. I don't want to drag it on for too long because I know you've got to shoot off to your training. Yeah, speaking of being on time and uh, respecting other people's time. 100%, bro. I was being very conscious there. But have to, uh, going to have to uh, cut it there, me old mate. But, yeah, I think that's a good one, though. That is episode five. Done and dusted on Good Times Club. So, yeah, we hopefully will have a guest on next week. 
I was meant to have Uncle Jack was coming on, if you know him. He was keen. But I didn't even realise he's down in Queenstown at the moment. Oh. But, yeah, so hopefully he'll be on next. But we've got a list of people now we're going through, so stay tuned for who will get on. And, yeah, thanks for tuning in. That was a good impromptu episode. Good impromptu. We'll just play this little ending for you. But, yeah, catch you later. Good times, it's gonna be some good times, man, we used to-